Welcome back to another edition of Run the Damn Ball Podcast. I'm your host, Trevor Petrillo. Alongside me is Matt Schramm. Matt, what's up, brother? I'm doing good tonight, man. I can't wait to get into this episode today. We got tons of offenses. Looks like the offense is going to keep rolling this week. We got some great picks, so we're going to put some more cash in your pockets. We're feeling good. We're feeling confident. Let's get it. Yeah, we're going to start with um, some start-sit fantasy football, then jump to our pick five segment, and then hit some DraftKings and some gambling, and we're going to talk about how much of a rat that fuck Roger Goodell is. All right, we're going to jump into our pick five segment where we both pick five games, not against the spreads, just straight up. On the year, I am nine and six. Matt, what's your record? I am nine and six as well. I was giving you hell all season long in the short early season. Last week, I got tripped up, went two and three, and now we are both nine and six. Let's go. Yeah, I had the Panthers last week. I think you had Arizona. That's what the difference was. We're going to start here. In the Windy City, Tampa Bay versus the Chicago Bears. Matt, which way are you going here? I'm going with the Bucks here, and uh, pretty simple to me right now. Tom Brady ranks number three best QB with the PFF grade with a 90.7 over the first four weeks. A lot of people have been on him, but listen, we've stated before, it's been a lot of the drops. It's been a lot of the receivers you know, running the wrong routes. So, listen, Tom Brady is ranked third best QB. I think that says enough. Now, listen, they are banged up, and this is the best defense they will face, have faced all year. Right now, the Bears are ranked eighth uh, in points against. It's the first time the Buccaneers are facing a defense in the top ten. Um, but I think the Bucs roll here. I think um, Bucs are eighth in points per game. Evans, he can play hurt. He's already proved that. Gronk, without the Hoj Howard, needs to step up, and I really think they're going to rely on Roe Jones here to get it done. Yeah, I'm going to go Bucks too. They are banged up. Godwin ruled out. Shady McCoy ruled out, and uh, Justin Watson, wide receiver, already ruled out. I'm going Bucks here because I think the Bucks defense is really good. Nick Foles was to big dig. Nick was terrible last week. I think Bucks win somewhere around like a. 21-17 type of game, low-scoring game in Chicago. Next, we're going to go Bills-Titans, Matt. Where are you going here? Man, this is going to be a thriller. I'm going with the Bills. I think a little rust from Tennessee is going to hurt a little bit, and Josh Allen is keeping it rolling. Josh Allen with that amazing 70.9% completion percentage, 12 touchdowns to just that one interception. Very interesting here. Bills are fifth in points per game, and the Titans' defense is sixth in points against. So right there, top offense versus top defense. Here's the only big thing right here with the Titans that are, that's hurting them. 29th in sacks. They haven't been able to sack the quarterback. I think if you can't pressure Josh Allen, he's going to tear you up, and he's shown that if you let him stand back there, he's just going to make plays all day long. I got the Bills. Yeah, this, is, this game might not even happen because fucking Tennessee can't get their – Shit together. If this listen, they should be stripped of draft picks. Forfeit. They should have to forfeit the Steelers game, this Bills game, depending on 
what they figure out because they were seen working out at a local high school. That's bullshit, not following protocol. With that being said, if the game's played, I'm going Titans. <laughs> I think the Bills, they're 4 0. They're going to slip up eventually. In Tennessee is where I'm picking. Big game from Derrick Henry if this game does happen, which it honestly may not. Next, Jags, Texans. Jags are 1 and 3. At the Texans that are 0 and 4, just fire Bill O'Brien. He's gone. Deshaun Watson seems happy about it. I'm going with the Texans. I think Texans light it up. Big day from Wolf Fuller. Big day from Deshaun Watson. I think that playbook's going to open up. Big day for Watson and Texans. Matt, where are you going? I'm actually agreeing with you on this one. Uh, Texans coming in at a six and a half favor. I think that's a little high for an 0 4 team that just fired their coach and GM, but I'm going with the Texans. Like you said, I think Watson has a big day. Finally, uh, Jags offense is ranked 23. Houston's ranked 29. Jags defense is ranked 23. Houston's 27. I mean, there's got to be points in this game. Jags, here, here's a big thing, right? Uh, Watson has been pressured and in, in, in sacked so many times this year, which has really caused that offense to shrivel uh, like big dicks dick. Um, but listen, the Jags are 29th in sacks. Sorry, 30th in sacks, right behind the Titans. Okay. If Deshaun Watson, like I just said, can sit back there and throw it all day to his speed receivers, Will Fuller, Brandon Cobb, listen, Brandon Cooks, please show up this week. I got the Texans. I like it. I mean, do you think they should have fired O'Brien, Matt? I think so. And uh, crazy to think his last win um, was the old playoff game and um, when they beat the old Bills and they were staring down the old Chiefs and just couldn't get it done. But you know what? That offense was struggling. This team is struggling. I think the way that uh, O'Brien went about this offseason, I get that it's the COVID and you got to give people a chance, but listen, they had to at least be two and two in my eyes with the offseason moves that he made for him to have any chance of being on this staff. Yeah, he had to go. I mean, there's nothing. Couldn't cut it any other way. Next, Cowboys and Giants, Matt. Where are you going here? You going Cowgirls or no? Man, I should have been a Cowgirl. I'm going Cowgirls over the Giants. I think it's going to be close. Uh, listen, Giants. 32nd in points against. That means they rank dead last. Cowboys are third in points per game. We know that that's not the issue. Um, I do think Danny Dimes is going to maybe get a few TD passes here. But, listen, Zeke, three fumbles in four games. That shit needs to stop. And uh, they're 23rd in the run game. They need to get that going this week. And I think they will. Um, I think the game will be really close. I saw some giant spreads. Round 10, they might cover, but we're not on the spread. I'm going Cowgirls in this one. Yeah, me too. I'm going Cowboys in this one. I think you see a big day from Zeke on the ground versus the Giants' run defense, which is not great. I'm going to go Cowboys in this one. Final one, Matt. Cleveland Browns versus Indianapolis Colts. Both teams are 3-1. and one. Where are you going? I tell you, if you would have told me at the beginning of the year this game's going to be a slugfest, I would have laughed in your face. But it's going to be, and for that reason, I'm going with the big boys up front, D-line and O-line. I'm going with the Indianapolis Colts here. Listen, Browns are fourth 
in points per game, right? Rush yards, they're first. Okay, the Colts are first in points against one of the top defenses. Now, that being said, Phillip Rivers is 31st in time of possession. So he ranks near the dead last in, in possession. Um, so they could be playing a little, you know, catch up, putting the defense out there with that run game, the Browns. That does oppose a big threat uh, with Kareem Hunt and the gang. Now with Chubb out. But listen, here's the big stat of why I'm picking the Colts, right? You ready for this? Colts are first in interceptions. Okay. First in interceptions. Baker Mayfield, he has been quiet with the turnovers. I think he throws at least two this week. And one is going to be detrimental. And I got the Colts winning. I'm going to go Browns here. I just think they're rolling right now. I, I, I know what you said. Baker got a seven touchdown to two interception ratio. Looking pretty good. I know no Nick Chubb, but Kareem Hunt can tote the rock. Colts defense is top three in the league versus the run. But I think the Browns get a win here and jump to four and one. Now it's time for our start sit for fantasy football in the NFL week five. Matt, who are we starting at quarterback this week? Uh, we've been on this guy, hyping him up the last few weeks. I'm starting Justin Herbert. Listen, the Saints are 25th in points against. Um, in the last three out of the last four games, uh, opposing QBs have thrown for at least three touchdowns on the Saints defense. I think the trend continues, and I think Justin Herbert throws for three three touchdowns, hits that 290-plus in yards, maybe 300. I mean, listen, the guy is at 72%. Okay, that is insane. We just said Josh Allen at 70.9 was insane. Herbert is posting better completion percentage, 931 yards, five TDs, the three INTs. I see him getting up those TDs up to eight after he has a three TD game against the old Saints. I like that. I like that. I'm a Herbert guy. I like him. Things have a big night. I'm going with Kirk Cousins at Seattle. I know Seattle's undefeated, but listen to these. Four numbers they let up first quarterbacks. Week one versus Atlanta, 450 passing yards. Week two versus New England, 397. Week three versus Dallas, 472. And last week versus Ryan Fitzpatrick, 315. I know that they're always ahead and teams have to come back and throw the ball, but they are allowing 26.8 fantasy points per game to opposing quarterbacks. Give me Kirk Cousins on Sunday night. Matt, who we bench I hate to do this, but I'm going to sit my guy here, Jared Goff. Listen, everyone, the big news is that Haskins isn't playing. Well, that defense is pretty good down there in Washington. And Washington's opposing QBs have combined for only six touchdowns and four interceptions in four games. The quarterbacks that have done this, Wentz threw two, Murray threw a pick and a TD, Lamar Jackson threw a pick and a TD. So those guys haven't had too much success. Pretty good quarterbacks. Listen, I'm not saying golf's not going to have a great game. I just don't think he's going to have a fantasy splash game. I'm going to sit Jared Goff on the bench. I like it. I like it. I have uh, Washington as my defense for DraftKings that we're going to talk about a little later. There we go. I'm going to sit Joe Burrow. I know Burrow's have been coming on the past couple weeks, and I know a lot of you guys might not be able to put him in your put him in your lineup, but with Green Bay and Detroit being on a bye, you might need to put Joe in, but I wouldn't. 
Going back to last season, Baltimore's only allowed 10 scoring touchdowns to opposing quarterbacks. I like Burrow going going forward this season, but not this week. And I'm benching Joe Burrow versus the Baltimore Ravens. Matt, running back, who's in your lineup? All right. In my lineup this week, I got Devontae Freeman, okay? Dallas Cowboys are giving up 172.5 rushing yards per game. Ranks near the bottom of the stack. Listen, I know he hasn't had flashy numbers, but it's going to happen this week. Okay, last week he had 11 carries, 33 yards. He's getting back into the swing of things, but he did what he did does well. Four catches on four targets, 35 yards. I think he's going to have right around five to six catches. I think he's going to have 50 yards receiving. I think he's going to have at least 55 yards rushing. And I do think Devontae Freeman is going to get in the end zone once or twice this week. I, I like Devontae Freeman as a player. He just looks slow at number 31. I don't know what that is. Maybe it's just the number. I'm going to go Mike Davis is my starting running back here. Since CMC was put on IR, Davis ranks third in targets and fifth in fantasy points at the running back spot. Atlanta's allowed the second most catches of backs this season and are allowing 29 fantasy points per game to back. So a lot of, I know you, all of you guys are keeping Mike Davis in a lineup, so keep him there this weekend. Matt, which back are we leaving on the pine? Listen, it's going to be a huge Steeler weekend. Leave Miles Sanders on the bench, okay? Steelers right now have only given up 54 yards per game, and they've only given up one rushing touchdown all season. I know they've only played three games, but listen, the only guy that scored a touchdown was David Johnson, and in that game he had 13 carries for 23 yards. So even though he got that touchdown, it's not going to help him. Sit Miles Sanders on the bench. I could see a similar game to Barkley when he had, you know, nine yards rushing. He's not going to do much. The Stiller defense is going to eat him up. They're going to eat the whole Philadelphia Eagles team up, and it's going to be a blowout in the Still City. There you go. Back to the Steelers, Matt. I'm going to go Melvin Gordon at New England, pending if the game happens. It's fucking COVID. This is pretty easy for me. I think that they're going to take away Melvin Gordon and make Brett rip and beat them. Drew Locke might be back, but I'm still – Benching Melvin Gordon in New England this week. And New England always makes teams play left-handed and take away their best player. So, I'm going sitting Melvin Gordon. Matt, let's go to wide receivers. Who are we starting this week? I'm starting DJ Chark. Okay. Going against Big Houston. They stink. The Jags stink. But Chark is pretty good. He's the bright spot in this offense. Last week, he had nine targets. Capitalized. Had eight catches. 95 yards. The big part, two touchdowns. Looking at Houston, who they've played when they face their number one receiver, Thielen went for eight catches, a buck 14 last week. Juju Schuster scored a touchdown, had a big game. Will Fuller has had – sorry, not Will Fuller. Uh, they've just given it up to pass receivers. And uh, I think Chark, the one bright spot in this offense, is going to have a huge meaty game this week. I think there's going to be a ton of points scored in that game. So I like that a lot, Matt. I'm going with T.Y. Hilton at Cleveland. T.Y. tied for 85th, tied for points, 85th among wide receivers. That's low, low. 
Colts will run the ball more than 50% of their snaps. Hilton draws Denzel Ward this week, which isn't a great matchup for him. Ward's been pretty good this season. So you can leave T.Y. Hilton on the bench. Actually, I'm going to go as far. I think you can release T.Y. Hilton right now. I don't think he gives you much fantasy value at this point. Matt, tight ends. Tight ends, or do you want to hear my sit from my receiver? Oh, shit, my bad. I jumped right into it. You're jumping the gun. That's my start. Oh, yeah. shit, here we go. My bad. I was watching the fucking Yankees game. I'm going Darius Slayton as my start for receiver. Cowboys stink in the secondary. Been gashed by receivers lining up out wide. Cowboys are allowing 120 yards per game. The receivers line up out wide. And eight touchdowns. 36.7 fantasy points per game to opposing wide receivers. Put Darius Slayton in your lineup. I know you're jumping into tight ends. You love the tight ends. But here's who I'm sitting this week. Listen, the big old Browns had a great game. We're riding high. The Browns fans are riding high. Well, guess what? You stink. And we're sitting Odell Beckham this week. Colts are giving up only 159 passing yards per game. I think Mayfield, like I said earlier, is going to struggle. I think he's going to throw picks. He's going to be hard to find Beckham. They're going to key in on Beckham. A lot of double team. I don't see him having a good game here. And you know what? Just put him on your pine. Yeah, I mean, he had one splash game last week. I don't see him doing it two weeks in a row. For tight ends, we're going to start here. I'm going to start with Evan Ingram, back-to-back pass catchers for the Giants, because once again, the Cowboys' defense stinks. Ingram had 10 targets in week four, so there's some volume there. Ingram has put up 19-plus points the last three of the last four games versus the Cowboys. So I like Evan Ingram in everyone's lineup this weekend. Matt. Start. Who you going with? I'm starting Eric Ebron for the old Steelers. Philadelphia is ranked 30th against tight ends. And last week, George Kittle annihilated them. 15 targets, 15 grabs, a buck 83 and a touchdown. Big Ben was quoted for saying, you know, Eric Ebron, him, the connection is just getting started. He can't wait to continue this season to throw to the big guy. He's going to eat up Philadelphia this weekend. Last or sorry, two weeks ago when he played Houston, he finally saw the targets. He had seven targets, five catches, 52 yards, and a touchdown. The guy is averaging splash plays all over, 12.6 per catch. He's only going to get better, and I think this is the big week where Eric Ebron goes off. Yeah, I like him especially in the red zone. Big guy, big target. For my sit, it's going to be Hayden Hurst versus Carolina Panthers defense only allowed 37.5 yards to tight end and Matt Ryan hasn't been targeting Hurst that much or tight ends for that matter of fact tied for 23rd with just six targets to tight ends per game so Hurst is a guy you can sit on the bench this week Matt tight end sit who you going with I'm sitting Mike Gusecki your guy who's been frustrating for you all season long versus that 49ers defense here's the reason last week when they played big old Ertz it was literally Wentz's number one guy they loved the tight ends and the Niners completely took Ertz away he had four catches for nine yards I think they do the same thing for big old Fitzpatrick's top target big Gusecki I think he has you know a very low target day and is taken out of this game. There you go. That's a start sit. New segment alert. Here we go. Big week this week in fantasy football. Me and Matt play each other. Both teams are 3-1 and one on the season. 
Matt's in second place. I am in third because Matt has nine more points scored than me. Matt, tell everyone what's your team, what's your roster looking like. Let's hear it. Listen, my team is a beast when healthy. Okay, I'm struggling with a few injuries, some bye weeks, and a little COVID situation, but I'm not making any any excuses. I'm still going to give it to you this week. Here's who's carrying the load for my team. Dak Prescott has been putting up insane points at the QB and killing it. At my running back, I got Melvin Gordon, who has been pretty steady all season. Now, here's where we get Harry. I got big DeAndre Swift and Adrian Peterson on by. I've been rotating them out. I know you guys have been hearing me throughout the segments. I've been switching them based on how I feel. So they are out. My running back, I picked up your boy, Damian Harris from the Pats. Hopefully they play this week and don't have COVID. Guy looked good last week, baby. Guy looked real good. I can't believe I got him on the waiver wire as a – being a second place team. Tyreek Hill, who has done everything and more for my team. I got Juju Smith Schuster back in the lineup. He's been balling. I got the guy you said bench, but I think he's going to eat Hayden Hurst. I got the Pats D. Steven Gonskowski, please don't have COVID and kick this week. And I had to go to the flex. Listen, I'm, I'm mauling some stuff over right now. I got to, to Ernest Johnson in the flex last week. Guy had 13 carries and 95 yards. I think he can be a big goal line presence and get in the end zone. The big question is, will Julio Jones play or not? If Julio plays, I am going to run through you and blow the steam pipes right off of you if he plays. It's not even going to be close. I got a question. I got Brandon Cooks on my bench. And, uh, hey, I might even go with Ebron and start two tight ends. So I got a lot to maul over. But I'm feeling confident by Sunday I'm going to make the right decisions and I'm going to blow the steam pipes off you. Yeah, probably not. So I'm going to go start with mine here. Starting Daniel Jones this week. Usually it's Cam Newton, but that uh, whore COVID-19 took Cam away from us for the time being. Next, it's going to be Clyde Edwards-Hilaire at the running back spot, followed up by Jarek McKinnon or – Joe Mixon. I don't like Mixon's matchup this week versus the Ravens. So, McKinnon right now. Allen Robinson and Adam Thielen at the wide receiver spots. Logan Thomas at tight end. Kind of weak there. I do have a waiver claim in for somebody on tight end. So, hopefully, that person comes through. Stealing him. I got DK Metcalf. That's a pretty good flex, I think. The Houston Texans defense and... Chris Boswell at the kicker spot. I'm projected to beat you, Matt, by 14, just letting you know. Those predictions don't mean anything. You want to make a wager on it? We should make a wager on it. I'm going to blow your steam pipe. (laughs) Yeah, so that's it. We'll let you guys know how that goes next week. DraftKings time, bitches. We got some big lineups coming through. Matt's going to... Give you a surefire Thursday night winner versus the Bucks and Bears. Matt, who's your captain for Thursday night football? I'm rolling with the captain. I'm going with Ronald Jones. Listen, team's team's a little banged up here. I think they're going to feed him two ways. They're going to run the ball and they're going to throw it to him. He's going to catch the ball. He's not going to drop shit this week. Ronald Jones, lock him in. Eleven thousand one hundred dollars in my flex. I'm going with Tom Brady. 
$11,200. He's going to be dropping dimes all night long. In the other flex position, I got Mike Evans. Yes, Mike Evans. He's going to suck it up like he always does. Listen, without Godwin, he has been a red zone threat for Tom. I'm going with him. He's $9,400 in the flex. O.J. Howard's out, so I'm sticking with my guy. I believe in him. Big Gronky. He's going to have a Gronky spike hopefully this week. I'm going 5800 for Gronk. In the other flex, Scotty Miller coming off a two-touchdown performance. He's going to hobble his way into this game, but listen, he's getting in the end zone, $7,000. And in my last flex, I got Darnell Mooney for the cheap, $4,600. He's a steal. He had five catches last week. He's definitely going to have five to six again this week. I like Mooney for sure. I picked him up in my other – I have a deep 16-team league, picked him up starting him this week. I like Mooney, and I love Rojo as the captain on – that man. I'm going to give you a Sunday lineup at quarterback Teddy Bridgewater at Atlanta. I'm spending cheap on quarterback this week, 5,900. Atlanta has allowed 35.5 DK points per game to quarterbacks this week, this year. So that's pretty good. Teddy Bridgewater is money. Next, Clyde Edwards Hilaire at 6,800 versus Vegas. Vegas has given up 140 rushing yards to running backs this year per game. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is going to be money. Next, James White versus Denver. James White's only $4,900. He was involved in both the pass game and run game last Monday night, so he's a perfect guy. If you want to spend cheap, he's your guy. Wide receivers, Jameson Crowder, 5,800 versus Arizona. You're going to pair DJ Moore up with Teddy Bridgewater. Moore is at $6,000. I think he gets finds way to the end zone finally this season. Next, wide receiver Darius Slayton at $4,800 and a tight end, Evan Ingram at $4,600. Both Giants pass catchers because, as me and Matt have said multiple times, the Cowboys defense blows. And at flex, DeAndre Hopkins at $7,900. I think him and Kyler Murray have a big bounce back week versus the goddamn Jets. And at defense, I'm going to go Indianapolis Colts versus the Cleveland Browns, as Matt said. Baker is due for a pick, so I'm going to go Colts defense at $3,300. I think this is a week, Matt. I think we're going to win some money this week, make some money. Straight cash, homie. Listen, both these lineups are great. I love your lineup. I love my lineup. Put more money in the fans' pocket. Yeah, baby. Now to our favorite segment on the pod. The gambling part, Matt. I am a mediocre seven and eight on the season. Matt, what's your record looking like? Listen, I started out one and five. I am now five and nine, bitches. I am roaring and I'm coming in hot. And man, do I love this weekend's picks. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the card this week. Let's start in college football, Matt. First pick. I'm going right, getting spicy, right down to that red river, river rivalry. I am leaning on my team in the Big 12. I am taking the Texas Longhorns, getting two and a half. Listen, even if this game gets to a pick em, roll with the Longhorns. Okay, Rattler's been throwing those picks at the end of the game. Sam Ellinger has been a dog. He's been killing it. 14 touchdowns. He's going to light that stanky Oklahoma defense up. And I think Texas has enough athletes to force some turnovers 
and to get the job done. Listen, jump all over this pick. I like it. I like that a lot. Yeah. Until Oklahoma figures their defense out, you got to go against them. I'm leaning towards the under in that one because both defenses are atrocious. My first pick is going to be Florida, Texas A&M, over 57 and a half. Cal Trask and Cal Pitts have been lighting it up. Trask has had 684 passing yards and 10 tutties thus far this season. AM got gashed last week by Bama. Florida's defense hasn't been great either, giving up close to 30 points per game. Hopefully, Kellen Mullen and that offense can figure it out and get us to 20, 24 points, and Florida will do the rest. Florida, Texas AM, over 57 and a half. Matt. Next pick. Man, I want to lock that one right in. I think those are two easy winners. Here's another easy winner. Listen, Kansas State versus TCU. I've been liking TCU here, but I love Kansas State. They have so many great wins. They've been in so many good games all season long, and you're telling me they're going to get nine points? Are you crazy? I'm taking Kansas State plus nine it's going to be no doubt about it. Mark it down. It's going to be an easy cash winner. Go out to your sporting app and place the bet right now, you bunch of clowns. You know what, Matt? We're going to double up here. I'm also going to go with the Texas Longhorns. I just can't. This watch. This will be the game that Lincoln Riley figures it out and uh, Oklahoma gets right. But until then, I can't go with them. I'm going to go. Texas Longhorns plus the points. Our guy, Sam Ellinger, big week coming. Now let's transition to the NFL. Matt, what's your first pick in the National Football League? First pick, I'm wasting no time. Make sure you get this podcast and place your bets. I'm going with the old Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, minus three and a half. I just think that they're out here on a roll slugging and uh, – I think Big Dick Nick is still a little shriveled, and Tom Brady is definitely coming for that revenge tour after he beat his ass in the Super Bowl. I'm going to go. My first pick is going to be the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's hovering around minus six and a half, minus seven. I like it either way. Eagles are banged up a little bit. Steelers are well rested after not playing last week. Steelers' defense is lights out. I expect the Steelers to absolutely roll the Eagles this week. Matt, next pick. Second pick, last pick in the NFL. I'm staying in the same game. I'm going Steelers, Eagles over. I think the Steelers roll the old stinky birds. But listen, I think it's going to be like a 34-20 easy over here. There you go. There you go. I have uh, two more picks in the NFL. I'm going to go Texans minus six. Bill O'Brien's gone. I think it's a get-right game for Deshaun Watson. Big week. And finally, Cowboys Giants over 54 and a half. I have written down here. I am taking every over in the Cowboys game till it does not hit because this is the 15th time we're going to say it, Matt. The Cowboys defense is absolutely trash. So give me all the points in that one. Opposing teams have been blowing the steam pipes off the old Cowgirls defense. Now we're going to go to our. Uh, Thursday night, prop bet, Matt, where you going? Listen, I keep going with the over. I keep going with the over on all the receptions, all the yards. So tonight I switch it up. David Montgomery 
under 21.5 receiving yards. Yeah, he got some targets last week. So what? He's going under. It's a lock. Take it to the moon. Lock that one in. David Montgomery under 21.5 receiving yards. There you go. There's match prop. I'm going to go with Gronk to score a touchdown plus 210. Look, there's no Chris Gonwin. There's no Leonard Fournette. There's no LaShawn McCoy. There's no O.J. Howard. The, who else is out? There's, they have a ton of guys out. So it's Mike Evans and Gronk. Gronk's going to get in at good value, plus 210. Going to find his way into the end zone. He's going to Gronk spike on Soldier Field. Mark it down. Put it in the books. That's going to be it for the pod tonight. Ton of information we gave you guys. Start sit. Our DraftKings are gambling winners. I know we have some fucking picks that are going to put some cash in your pocket. Matt, anything to give the listeners for this weekend? Listen, all I'm saying is Vegas is a bunch of clowns for giving Kansas State nine points. Just lock it in. That's all I'm saying, baby. Just like that fuck Roger Goodell for making the Patriots play that game Monday. Stephon Gilmore has COVID now. Goodell's a rat. I'm going to pound Matt in fantasy this weekend. Have a good fucking weekend. Blowing the steam pipes off your ass.